Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone and welcome to Cornerstone Conversations. This is Assistant Pastor Matt Koenig here uh, and with me a special guest today, Senior Pastor Neil Wright. Good hello everyone. Good good <laughs> hello. I don't know when you're listening good to hello. This. Special guest because Neil is currently on leave and he's come in specially to do our conversation. I have, so I love it that much. You love it that much. I love the I'm sound sure of my own everyone voice. else appreciates it because then I don't have to have a conversation with myself, uh, which could get, you know, awkward. Awkward, yeah, <laughs> it certainly could, it certainly could. But welcome, Neil. It's good to see you. You're looking very uh, relaxed. Um, and uh, what? What's the word I'm looking for? Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky is handsome. The, cheeky is the word handsome. I'm looking for. I'm, I'm stunning. I'm a bit concerned yeah, about stunning. what's going to happen today. You, you're a bit cheeky. You're a bit <laughs> relaxed and just looking a bit... No, I'll um, be good. I'll be good. You'll be good? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, I right. listened to well, your uh, sermon as well. I was here. You were there. You were there. You I were on here. leave, but you were there. I heard it live. Hidden in the back rows. Live and free. Um, disguised as a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting up in Kids Corner. Kids Corner. Yeah. It was quite noisy. It was very on Sunday, wasn't it? Sunday, it was yeah. uh, still school holidays. Yep. What a blessing it is yeah, to have children. Yeah. It is. It can be tough. can be tough. It can be. I, I didn't actually notice them at all, to be honest, uh, except for when my kids came up on the stage at one point. <laughs> yeah, that, was, right. that was really good. But anyway, yeah, um, yeah so on, on Sunday, started a new series um, uh, around faith in God. Yep. Um, and, and specifically, my message... Um, focused on prayer and, and specifically personal prayer, the prayers that we, we pray for ourselves. Mm. Um, and I was just really, really challenged um, by the whole personal prayer thing um, as I was preparing for the message and just thinking about that and, and recognizing that in my own journey that I've, I've found it more often than not easier to pray for someone else's situation than it is to pray over my own situation. Yep. Uh, tell me your thoughts on that, Neil. Well, we know that it's hard to pray for ourselves sometimes because we feel selfish. Yep. Um, but also I think, you know, uh, even when we're asking for help for ourselves just for practical things, it's harder than asking for someone else. So if I came to you and said, Matt, can you give me a hand with so-and-so? Yep. You know, help them out with their garden. Yep. You know. Uh, yeah, that's cool. But if I went to people and say, can you come and help me? I always feel a little bit embarrassed. Yep. You know, I don't know what it is. Maybe we have some sort of thing that we should be able to cope all by ourselves, have everything in control. Mm. Um, but also, like, when someone else is going through a situation, it's easier to believe for them because you're not going through it. So you're not carrying yeah. the burdens of that thing, which I guess is a good reason that we should be praying for one another because it's actually sometimes easier to believe yep. when you're not in pain. Yeah, or that's when true. you're not going through all the things that you're going through emotionally and your head's just not in the right place. Um, God would still hear your prayers, but, yeah. you know, isn't that why it's important that we have friends that, you know, when, when we're toughing it out, we can say, can you pray for me? Because yep. sometimes we just can't pray ourselves. Yeah, for sure. No, that's good. Excellent. Mm. Very articulate answer yes, thank there, you. Neil. Thank you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I was, I was the same thinking about that whole thing of asking for help and how it's easier to ask people to help someone else than it is to ask for help ourselves and I guess as an element of 
of humility and stuff like that as well. Like, you mm. know, we're, we're called to be humble and, yep. and all of that. And so when it comes to asking for, for God for things ourselves that, you know, am I, am I being humble in this mm. or am I being selfish or, yeah. you know, what's the, what is the impact of what I'm asking for on other people and all that kind of stuff. So that all comes into it, but you're absolutely right. You know, this, this challenge to be praying for each other because we can, mm. um, you know, pray things for each other that may be difficult for ourselves to, to ask that but yeah anyway so so yeah really just looking at how our our personal prayers the prayers that we pray for ourselves can actually impact the the level of faith and and highlight that i guess highlight our faith and and trust that we put in god and so to start with i just really wanted to remind us about who we're praying to to start off with and and that's um you know ephesians three twenty says all glory to god who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Hmm. Um, so just recognizing that there is nothing that is impossible for God. Um, you know, re- recognizing that he can do all things. Yeah. Um, again, you know, there is, there is nothing that is too hard or too difficult for what, what God can do in our lives. And so being in this space of being able to, be confident in asking him for the things that we're asking him for. And, yep. and, and that sort of dovetails into Hebrews 4.16, which tells us that we can come boldly into the throne room of our gracious God and there we will receive his mercy and we'll find grace to help us when we need it most. Yep. Um, and so just that, that challenge of, again, being able to just come, come before God and, and you know, recognize who, who we're praying to, who we're communicating with, uh, when we pray yeah so um, in terms of your your series which you started which yep. is on faith yep um that we must remember that our faith is in this infinitely powerful god yep yeah and so it's not misplaced no it's it's like so when i pray not to sort of think that it's you know like the old stupid thing of speaking to the universe we're speaking to god yeah you know and he Absolutely. he is all powerful he created the universe so why would we speak to the universe that yeah. makes no sense at all yeah yeah absolutely and so then so then establishing who we're praying to then then there's this question of how we do that and mm. and you know i've heard some people say that um you know they they feel uncomfortable praying because they can't pray as articulately as someone else might, or they don't have all the fancy words or, yep. you know, whatever. And so um, Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, uh, 7 and 8, when you pray, don't babble on and on, because um, they think their prayers are, are merely answered by repeating their words again and again, but don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Yep. And just this, again, just this challenge of of just keeping things really simple and heartfelt and and just bringing before God the things that are that are challenging us, the, the places that we find ourselves in. Mm. Um, yeah. And and I just love the fact that it says there that you know God knows exactly what what we need. Yep. But there's this invitation into relationship to actually ask the, the yeah, question. That's know? right. Yeah. Um, I think James said said in his you don't have because you don't ask in one of the yep. verses in James, and it's like, yeah, why don't we? Yeah, <laughs> you know, very yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I think in that, Matt, you know, when you're talking about, you know, faith and, and some people would go, yeah, but what if God doesn't want me to have it, which I think you're going to look at next. But um, it, it's sort of like um, we can trust that God loves us. That, that's a good thing. Yeah. And that he knows what we need. So it's not like he's this absent parent 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's like that invitation into relationship. God wants us to ask. Yeah. Um, he wants us to ask. That's uh, you to, know to ask a question. Yeah. Even yeah. though he knows, and you know, he's got that that plan there that he invites us into that yeah. space. I've even um, heard people say, "I don't want to bother God with my yeah. need." Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's... he's got more important things. I'm like, again, go back to his infinite. Yeah. He can do everything. He yep. doesn't have this limit of answered prayers. And, no, that's right. You know, yours is sort of like right down on the list. I'll answer that if I've got time. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then, so then, really, I just, I just used, looked at a couple of different examples of that, that simple faith-filled prayer. Mm. Um, um, even, you know, I'd, maybe before we get to that, I, you know, talked about the safe prayers. That we pray, uh, the prayers that are predictable or routine and stuff like that, and how that impacts the level of faith that we have. You know, I'm talking about prayers like, you know, God, give me a good day at work today. Yeah. Uh, give me a good sleep tonight. You know, that's a very safe sort of prayer. It doesn't doesn't put us out there. And and I was just reflecting on that, and and uh, you know, a, a prayer that uh, my my grandparents would pray before we had dinner together. You know, uh, for what we are about to receive, may the Lord make us truly thankful for Christ's sake. Amen. Yeah, it must See, have been a common prayer because our parents used to pray that. Well, well, there you go. You know, like that's, um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people have heard that prayer. And it, and it, for me, as a kid growing up, it there wasn't, it wasn't heartfelt. It mm. wasn't, um, like I wasn't being reminded about who God was or anything like that. It was just that was what we had to do before we were allowed to eat anything. And I was just reflecting yeah. on that. I mean, that's not saying that that prayer isn't. It can't be heartfelt and yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but um, you know, there's a danger that we can fall into this place where if we're praying the same prayer over and over and over, that we actually lose track of who we're praying to and and the purpose for what we're we're praying. Hmm. Um, that yeah. doesn't that doesn't mean that we don't pray for things over and over and over and over. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah so, Matt, the difference. What do you think? Like, obviously, you know, we we think. It's saying don't babble on and keep asking by repeating yeah. the words. Yeah. So, but how do I then work that out in my life and think of Jesus saying, you know, ask and you receive, and yeah. and that it actually when translated means ask and keep on asking. Yeah. Knock and keep on knocking. Yeah. You know, um, there there are some important things in our lives. So, for example, you know, we want our kids to be saved. Mm. Um, does that mean that we don't? pray for it more than once or how does that work no i think i think again it comes back to remembering who we're praying to yep um and and for what what purpose you know that i guess if it's if it's just routine you you can be in that space of where it's just you you know that's you, you pray and you don't even actually think about what you're praying yeah um you know pray, yeah. praying for your kids salvation and praying for their future and all that kind of stuff you know that's that's definitely something that's going to be heartfelt. Yep. You know, it, it's coming from the heart. It's something you're, you're petitioning God for. And, yeah. You know, and it, you know. So I guess like when I read that there and think of merely repeating the words again and again, I think of yep. chanting, yep. things like that. Um, yep. And possibly like in the Buddhist faith, their prayer flags, prayer wheels, where it's just like they stick them up, the wind moves it, yep. or the water moves it. Yep. And that means all their prayers, which they've written on it, are going up all the yep. time. Um, that's yeah. definitely not heartfelt. No, that's right. You know, there's no, there's no, in that instance, there's not even any effort in it. Once yeah. they put the prayer on the thing, it's, 
they just walk away and forget about it. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. So there's this there's this challenge for us to be in this space of of remembering who we're praying for mm. and to. Yeah. Um, and so then yeah, I guess just spend some time looking at some examples of of simple yet not safe prayers. Yep. <laughs> as well. Yep. Um, and so the the one that that jumped out to me when I was when I was preparing was when Jesus is praying in the garden. Um, before his arrest and we yep. find that in Luke 22 um, and it just says Father if you are willing please take this cup of suffering away from me yet I want your will to be done not mine mm. um, very simple very direct but full of faith yep. with that statement you know I want your will to be done not mine um, yep. you know and I, I talked on Sunday about the fact that I've, I've heard people say that that using that phrase is a is a cop out that it's mm. a, a a lack of faith in what God can do, and it's you know even a like an escape clause that can justify why God hasn't answered your prayer. And um, I guess have you ever experienced that sort of attitude? Yeah. Before. Yeah, and I think we've talked about it before. It's just like that the ditch thing, you know. Yeah. Go one side. There's you know one mile of road, two miles of ditch. Yep. And and you can take it both ways. So one, it can be a cop out of not praying in faith actually, because you you know what God's will is. Now Jesus knew what God's will was here, by the way, that He go to the cross. Yeah. Um. He he already knew the will. And yes. Like, actually, I'm surrendering to that. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, um, people can sometimes pray those things. So th- there's certain things where it's totally 100% written in the Word, right? What God's will is. So um, does that mean we necessarily get it? Maybe not, because like God does not want anyone to go to hell. Mm. He wants all to be saved. He says that particularly. So we can pray that with confidence that God wants people to be saved. When we're praying, we can pray that prayer in faith. They still have a choice, so we can't choose that. Yep. Sickness is one where it's like, you know, God's making me sick. I'll pray, God, if it's your will that I die, let me die. Well, from according to what I've read, and people will disagree with me, but as I look at that, I'm like, no, God does not want me to die of sickness. Jesus healed everybody who was brought to him. Mm. Didn't have one excuse um, that we'd try to throw up, you know, like, you know, well, maybe it's not time, uh, maybe it's sin, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, whatever it is. Jesus never once said to someone, you just got to wait because God's teaching you a lesson. Yeah. He healed them straight away. Yeah. We do learn lessons out of it, so Absolutely. don't get me wrong. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that we could push forward for that but if we didn't receive healing on earth, we do get it in heaven anyway. So we're we're cool, we're covered. Yeah. But you want to be able to pray with confidence to some of those things. So some people will take that as a cop out that I want your will with you, not mine. Um, if I'm meant to die, let me die. So I don't even try to push it in faith. Mm. I don't struggle in that area. Um, but then on the other hand, like what you said, Matt, people will say. I have a right to everything and they'll declare it and they'll, they'll yeah. use verses such as, you know, well, Jesus said I can ask for whatever I want and I can have it. Yeah. But wait a minute, there's a bit before that that says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you can ask what you will and you'll get it. Yeah. So you're connected to Christ and you're not going to ask amiss. Yeah. I'm not going to ask with selfishness, uh, which no, is right. one of the other reasons James said you don't get what you want because you ask out of selfishness. Yeah, out of selfishness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong motive. Yeah. And, and um. I guess, you know, Jesus was obviously connected into, Christ, into God um, and he was like, you know what, if there's a way, 
Can yep. you find it? Yeah. <laughs> but I know this is your will. Yeah. Let it be done if there's nothing else. Yeah. Oh, I'm going through with this. Yeah. Fully yeah. surrendering. Yeah. Fully surrendering. Him, hey? Yeah. So then I just I looked at a couple of other examples as well. So there's uh, an example of, of a prayer that David prayed in the Psalms and, and then um, Isaiah as well. Um, and so Psalm 139, David prays, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Hmm. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Uh, and then Isaiah, you know, shares a, a vision of that he sees of, of God in, in the holy place and sitting on his throne uh, being attended by angels and just this incredible experience and God saying, you know, I need, I need a messenger. Who's going who's gonna to be the one that's going to be my messenger? And, and Isaiah having that faith, just to say, here I am, send me. Mm. You know, both of these sort of prayers opening yourself up in a pretty dangerous way if you really think about it. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, David inviting God to to just point out stuff in his life that doesn't doesn't sit right, even things that he might be blind to. Mm. Um, you know, the fear and anxiety that might come up in the different situation. I mean, you look at David's life and it's just... He has every right to be fearful and anxious about the stuff that's going on, and mm. and even you know we know that David made some pretty stupid sort of decisions in his life as well, and and just at times even blind to those things, and just inviting God into that space, and and to to be in that space of pointing out everything and anything in his life that, yeah. that might be um, holding him back, and and so that's a you know that's just laying it all out there and, and same with Isaiah, you know, just saying, here I am, send me. There was no instruction mm. that God said, this is what's going to happen, this, this, this and this. But Isaiah just saying, here I am, send me, not knowing what the next step is, but yeah, having that faith in true. God to know that, that God's got a plan and yeah, and wanting to be a part of that. Yeah, which is, you're right, it's, it's, it could be a dangerous prayer. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, as you look at that, um, again, going back to that surrender, Jesus yep. is surrendering to God's will. Yep. Hey, I want to do it. I want I want to do it. David's sort of saying, I actually want you to search me. And that can be scary. Yeah. Because um, it says, point out anything in me that offends you. Yeah. It might not even offend me. Yeah. But I lift up my standard to say, God, you know what? What I want is less than what you want. And I'm going to surrender that to you. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, like Isaiah just said, you know, he said, who shall I send as a messenger to this people who will go for us? What a heart of surrender there. Yeah. I said, here I am, send me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if only we could have more people like that in the church, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's it's not a, a question of begging for helpers or ministers or whatever. And, and Jesus, yeah. Jesus put it pretty plainly. He said, don't pray for the harvest. Yeah. The fields are ripe. Yeah. Pray for the harvesters. Pray for the harvesters. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that prayer. Yeah. And, and I've actually prayed that before. Um, yeah. I doubt I'd be as good as Isaiah, but, you know, God, yeah. if you can use me, I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty <laughs> nice. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And, that, and you know, that and that's exactly, you know, the, the faith that we need in God to recognize that he's, you know, he, he is the creator of the universe. He knows you know, and, and what he has planned is, is far greater than anything that we can mm. think or imagine, you know, and yep. just to be in that space of putting our faith and trust in him 
um, you know, there's the the other thing is is just handing it all over to God, giving Him control, and, yeah. and you know, Luke nine twenty three, Jesus says to us, "If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross daily, and follow me." You know, yeah. just doesn't mean that you you're physically dying every single day, but you're you you are dying to yourself. You're dying to your own thoughts, desires, ambitions, and whatever, and just allowing God to to work in and through you and use use you wherever you are you know yep that process of just here i am use me yep um, so in terms of your series in faith yep. um and with the prayers of faith yeah what were you trying to like sum it up so so if you look at those last verses is that sort of where you're getting to that you're pushing beyond your comfort absolutely and praying, stepping praying, out. yeah not not praying prayers that just Keep you safe and happy and secure and in your lovely life or wherever you might be where you, you know, maybe, you know, I mean, we, we have times in life where things are easy and they're comfortable and all that kind of stuff. And then we have times of life where it's it's not that way. Yeah. Um, but even in those instances, we can find ourselves comfortable with where we're at, you know, but being in that space of just really inviting God to to just do whatever he wants in our lives and... and mm. Yeah, I guess just challenging us to really put our faith and trust in Him. Yeah, you know the times when when we are fearful and anxious, you know, yep. and and that is becomes all consuming. You know, we're we're putting, I guess, more more trust in the situation than we're that we're facing. Versus, you know, we're so focused on our fear and our anxiety that we're actually forgetting about the fact that God is greater than anything and. Yeah, and you know, just making sure that God is in His rightful place in our lives. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Put, no, putting our faith and trust in Him. And so, um, looking at it, I'm like, our faith is in God. He is the beginning of it all. Yeah, God wants me to ask. Yep, and to surrender to His will, and that's a prayer of faith, as you said. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jesus was praying about it. God. I want to be in your will. That's actually yeah. quite dangerous because it means we have to again give up our selfish ways. Absolutely. As I said. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's that relationship and opening up our lives to him and then that surrender in prayer. Mm. And we, we probably don't, like if you were strictly, you know, doing a faith series, it'd be more about hyping it up. But actually what you're talking about here is quite deep. It's it's that, no, I'm trusting God regardless. Yeah. You know, I'm going to actually give my life to him and my faith is that he will lead me and guide me where I need to go. And the faith is, regardless of where that is, I'm going there. Yeah. That's actually a pretty big faith. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Because it's not really asking for things as such. No. And, um, yeah, it's interesting. And, yeah, like, do you mind if I read that last verse? Philippians 4, 6, 7. Oh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, don't, yeah, wor- okay. don't yeah. worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God yeah. what you need again to ask. Thank him for all he's done. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Yeah. And um, for me, Matt, I think the story on the weekend you told just about collapsing in your carrying the laundry or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who wouldn't, yeah. Who wouldn't so, collapse under the weight of laundry? Oh, who wouldn't collapse <laughs> under the weight of laundry? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I, I talked about one of my personal journeys with my son Toby, who's got Down syndrome, had fairly significant mm. medical issues when he was first born, um, and needed emergency surgery in in Melbourne when he was less than a week old. 
Yeah. Um, and so I was here in Darwin with my two older kids. My wife was in Melbourne. You know, he was he was undergoing what was life threatening surgery, and mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going on, and yep. just. You know, trying to be in this place of, of continuing on normally at home, uh, keep things running and keep the kids at home happy and all that. And so doing laundry and whatever and just, you know, as I shared on Sunday, just found myself in my bedroom with a basket full of laundry collapsing on the floor, just mm. saying to God, I cannot do this. Mm. Um, you know, that that's just where I was at. And just as as exactly as that Philippians passage tells us that we, you know, we come and we tell God what we need. And we will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. You know, and and there was this moment where I just experienced this peace that I could not understand. How yeah. how is it that I am feeling so peaceful right now? And I was able to stand up and just keep keep going. You know, yeah. and, you know, I made the made the comment that it it didn't change anything in the situation at that very moment in time. And and you know, we've seen God do amazing things in Toby's life. And you know, yeah. It's been an incredible journey, but but right there in that very moment, nothing changed except for the fact that I had this incredible peace, knowing that God, the Creator of everything, the One who was who can do all things, was in control of that situation, whatever yeah. the outcome was going to yeah. be. Yeah, and because you weren't sure of what was happening, exactly. exactly. But you were just surrendering God. Yeah. yeah. Whatever, I'm going to trust you anyway. Yep. It's pretty big. It's huge. Yeah. No, that was so, a very heart moving story, Matt. Very heart moving. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, that, that's, that's the practicality of it. And yeah. I don't think you really asked for anything. You just said, I can't cope. I, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, and, and in that moment, I didn't know what the answer was either. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's, and I think that's part of it is that we don't need to know what the answer is. We just need to remember that God there. Yep. Um, and that he is in control and that he can use all things his glory and for his purpose. Yeah. And we just have put our trust and our faith. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Very good. Thanks, awesome. buddy. Thanks, mate. See ya.